is the She Loves to Plan podcast with me, Monique Svensson, founder of Perfect Planner Company. If you are a time-poor entrepreneur, a business owner spinning too many plates, or a busy mum who wants to feel more successful, more accomplished, and more organised in your business, life, and home, then this podcast is for you. As a planning expert, I know that every goal needs a plan, and I'm here to show you how. Welcome to today's episode of the She Loves to Plan podcast. So today's guest, uh, we're going to be talking about life things. Um, We know that when we work for ourselves, everything kind of merges, business, life and home. And I think it's really important to focus on all of these different elements. So we're going to be talking to Karen Settle today, um, who's going to be taking us through our life section of today's podcast. Karen is a fitness coach. She's a mum of two, uh, previously a ballet dancer. And if you could see her right now um, on the screen, she actually does look like a ballet dancer. She's got hair in a bun. She looks probably ballet dancer, uh, looking gorgeous. Um, she is also um, an I would like to call her an influencer on um, Instagram, talking about body confidence and positivity, which is so, so important in today's world. Um, And she also um, works for a direct selling company or works with a direct selling company, I should say, called Beachbody that really, really do promote a very healthy lifestyle. So she's here to talk about all of those elements and how she pulls that into her busy life. And I know that she is busy and she's going to tell us a little bit about that. So welcome, Karen. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Monique. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks for a lovely introduction. You're so <laughs> well, I don't think I, I look quite as good as you're making out in my sweaty gym gear, but that's that's just me. This is how I look 90% of the time. She doesn't. She's lying, everyone. She looks fabulous. Oh, thank <laughs> you. It's lovely to be back. Lovely to be back chatting to you. Absolutely. So would you um would you mind sharing with the listeners a little bit about what you do? Um, because you have many jobs and you fit in many things. And if anybody does um, follow Karen on social media, and you will after this, because um, we'll, we'll send you all of her links and we'll put all of that in the show notes. But um, she she fits a lot in. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I try and I'm, I'm a classic case of give a busy person something to do and I'll find that extra time to do it. I, I like being busy. That's just me. Um, but I I work almost full time hours. I think I work something like 10, 10 hours short of full time um, in customer service. So three days a week I do condensed hours. I do long shifts on a Monday and a Tuesday. And I have worked every single Saturday since my eldest was born. So I've worked every wow. Saturday for like the last <gasps> 11 years. Wow. So the, the, the goal in you know my life, my business, et cetera, stuff like that is to be able to give up the Saturday and get that sort of family time back. Um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm in customer service. So I am on the phone pretty much all day, every day, talking to people about their health, funnily enough, because I, I work in a private medical field. Uh, and then alongside that, I've, as you mentioned, I've got two girls. One is 11 going off to secondary school this year. I've also got an eight-year-old. So there's always the juggle of kids clubs and parties and 
taxiing them around. So and much, I'm isn't it? Older, it really is. But as they get older, I'm also realising that they're going to start to have a better social life than me because I'm just playing taxi. Um, and then I've got like my online coaching business as well. So I basically show up, I show people how to lead a healthy sustainable and convenient sort of lifestyle uh, alongside whatever it is they already do and how it is actually possible to achieve that no matter how busy you are. I mean you are living proof of it I mean you you you're, you're you you fit this you know you're exercising you you clearly fit in a, a you know a healthy nutrition plan as well you know and you fit all this in how how do you do it all? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I know this is a struggle so many people have. They go, I want to go to the gym and I, and I can't, I can't get there or, you know, but you make this part of your life. So, you know, how do you do it? <laughs> well, I, I think there's, I think there's a couple of common struggles these days. I think that time is a big struggle for people and yeah. everyone is very time poor. And I think that also finances are quite a big struggle for people, especially in the current climate when we've got fuel and mortgages and bills and stuff like that yeah. going up so yeah. um, and I'm one of those as well so I think that it's really important to try and find something like if you're the type of person that wants to be able to go to the gym or have a personal trainer and that because again I was that person I, I got myself into credit card debt years ago because I wanted to be that person that had a personal trainer and mm. spent so much money on it and then I thought, well, for what really? Um, but it's it's important to realise that you don't have to go down that route. There are some people, obviously, that like to go to the gym and they like to have those PT sessions and stuff. And that's absolutely fine. But what if you haven't got the time for that or you've got young kids at home and you can't be away from them? You can't get to the gym or you mm. can't afford the personal trainer. Well, there are other options available. Um, and this is where a couple of years ago, what I do now came in really handy for me because I was that person that was putting my kids into a crash or leaving them with like friends just so I could go to the gym and get my workout done because I was very uh, quite obsessed actually at one point with with exercise and, ha and not being able to miss a workout. And now I take a much more relaxed approach to it. But I use something that fits in around me and around my life now. So I'm not trying to make the fitness fit in. It fits in around me, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it does. I, I use an app. I use my Beachbody On Demand app for all my fitness, nutrition, accountability, community needs. And it's about having something, as I said earlier, easy and convenient that, you know, if you look at, look at a lot of uh, we we these days we're we're a bunch of people and a population that are notoriously quite lazy actually we want yeah. everything at the touch of our fingers we want everything that's convenient it's really easy to load up amazon and swipe to buy something or load up netflix at a tap of a button yeah why we live in a now society don't we very yeah, much but why shouldn't our health and our wellness be as easy and as convenient mm -hmm. there is obviously still going to be an element of you having to put the time and the effort in to get your results but you don't have to make that hour's journey to the gym you don't have to be spending that 50 quid a month on the gym or 350 pounds every 10 sessions on pts instead you can have what i like to call a sweat flicks <laughs> which is my I love my, that yeah and my my app service offers so many hundreds and hundreds of workouts 
ranging from like 20 minutes a day through to an hour a day. And you can do them whenever you want, wherever you want. Um, at just at just literally at the touch of a button, at opening up an app and just selecting, yeah, that's what I want to do today. It's the convenience so, of it, of it, isn't it? And that's what, and I think nowadays that is what we want. We want something that's really easy, really convenient. And I guess you know you were talking about the personal trainer. The thing about the personal trainer is probably, you know, not dismissing any personal trainers out there because obviously they do talk you through things in a totally different way to you doing it yourself. But I know when I've had a personal trainer in the past, it's been less about the exercise and more about the accountability, more for somebody to say, you know, you make that appointment. Here's an appointment. You're going to show up and you're going to do your exercise now. And for me, it was always that. It was allocating the time for it in the diary. But there should be no reason that you can't do it another way and just put that in your diary and do those workouts at home or, you know, or whatever, or go for a run or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, But I think that's probably for so many people is the accountability side of things, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And if you need that extra accountability, um, you've got things like live workouts, as I say, on the the platform that I use for my health and fitness. So you can show up. need that extra, yeah, accountability of knowing that you've got to be somewhere at a certain date at a certain time. Mm -hmm. Then you you book yourself on one of the live workouts that's delivered through the platform as well. Um, And it just means that you haven't got to leave the house. And, you know, particularly I I often try to connect with mums who have got kids of a similar age or maybe even younger children who do struggle. They, They want to make that time for themselves. They want to get that prenatal bod back. Mm. And they don't really know where to start or they're like, well, you know, the kids are always needing something or have to work it around nap times. But you can with something like this. Mm. Um, and I think that's what's important to point out is that there are options. It's it's just a case of you've got to you've got to want to do it. And that's that's one of the biggest things as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If you don't want to, then it's never going to happen anyway. So um, so. Do you, you talk a lot about nutrition as well. And, and I know, again, this will be an area that so many people sort of struggle with in their lives is, I mean, nutrition can be, everybody can look at nutrition in different ways, what they deem is healthy and all of those things. But at the end of the day, we pretty much know all of the rules, don't we, about eating a balanced diet and all of that. But, and, and I would say planning your meals is key to that um as you know you know i i'm a big planner and i and i love that kind of thing but you follow a nutrition plan is that something that you work with clients you you help clients with um and you follow it yourself (laughs) yes yeah i do i I follow it as closely as i can Uh, and something that i often get asked is when it comes to like evening family meals do you have to then do separate meals for you as the person that's trying to get you no know, back into your wellness journey and then separate meals for the kids and something different for the husband? And I always say no. I just I, I stick to the plan as much as I can throughout the day. And I will just have a what I call an ordinary family meal in the evening. But we are a family that generally eat quite healthy anyway. Um, the plan that I follow uses little coloured um, containers so they look like kids building blocks, if I'm honest. It looks like it looks like I've just raided the kids' toy box and got a load of pots out. Uh, but you've got like a red pot for your protein. Say, for example, purple is fruit, blue is healthy fats, yellow is carbohydrates. So you've got a different coloured pot for each food group. 
And then what we do and what I do myself and with my clients is we go through and we work out how many calories you should be consuming for either weight gain, because not everyone's journey is about weight loss, but also for weight loss or for muscle gain or whatever their goal is. We work out how many calories they should be eating. And then in turn, we work out how many pots they should be eating or how many of each colored pot they should be eating throughout the day to achieve that calorie range. And it's a calorie range. So, for example, I will eat between 1800 and 2000 calories a day. You've got that kind of 200 calorie flexibility because it's really, really difficult to hit your calories absolutely spot on every day and say, well, I'm going to hit this amount of protein and this amount of carbs and And then it also becomes a chore as well with a system like this, with these pots, knowing how many pots you've got to eat a day and having, again, a tracking system all built into one app where it counts down how many pots you've got left is really, really simple. Um, And that's where I find because I'm quite a routine based person. I'm quite a planner and I like to follow something quite structured. Yeah. Uh, And that's what a lot of my clients have success on but then there are other options as well for people like the binge eaters or emotional eaters it's not a one size fits all with nutrition but I think that keeping it as simple as possible just then makes it less of a chore I'm a lazy person in the kitchen I don't enjoy cooking and I need to make it as, as easy as simple. I can me or I would trip up absolutely and, and then how do you fit that in you know people want to I mean maybe less so at the moment people aren't going out as much but you know people want to go out for meals and it's holiday time you know what it's like you go out and say, oh come and have a drink or you know it's quite hard isn't it to I want to say diet because it's not the right word but you know it's quite hard to follow a plan when you want to enjoy yourself as well I mean we all want our cake and eat it don't we at the end of the day <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cake, literally. <laughs> and and you know, don't get me wrong. I'm that person with a sweet tooth as well. I I love sweeties and the cakes and stuff like that. But I think it's really important not to deprive yourself. If you want something, you should have it. Otherwise, your body's going to crave it, and you're going to go off on a bit of a binge anyway. But what I always tell my ladies, you know, is if they're going on holiday, if they might have their family holiday abroad or something, then you know, yeah let your hair down for a week or so if you want to eat whatever you want for a week that is not going to set your journey back that significantly that you're going to undo all the hard work so you say you've worked hard for nine months of the year and then you go on that week's holiday you're not going to undo nine months worth of work in just a week yes you might get back home and you might have put a few pounds on but when you start getting back into that usual routine and the healthy sustainable eating again and the cleaner eating those few pounds are going to come back off again so I me personally when I go out for a meal or I go on holiday or something I will always try to choose the healthier option from the menu but if I want the start of the main and the pudding I'll still have the pudding as well it's it's about not restricting yourself it's about balance isn't it and you know and, and and I think that's really important because life is here to be enjoyed isn't it it shouldn't nothing it shouldn't all be a chore um and I think that's a really important thing to think about you know we don't Mm. we don't want to do that on the other hand you know we want to live a long and healthy life so we've got to look after ourselves as well so it's really important um you do a lot on social media uh you know how how do you how do you find that sort of with what you're doing do you get 
I mean, you must get a lot of positive stuff, but I imagine you probably got a lot of negative stuff as well, especially when you're posting anything opinion based or, you know, how, how do you find it? How do you find sort of the social media world with what you do? It's quite interesting. Yeah, to be honest, I actually find the health and wellness community on Instagram because most of my business is done on Instagram. I'm assuming I'm allowed to say names of. Yes, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, most of my business is done on Instagram and the health and wellness community is generally very, very supportive I haven't really ever come across anyone particularly negative. And if I had, if I, I, I always know that if I put a post out there, it is it is susceptible to both positive and negative comments yeah. from people. And I think that it's a lot of that is in, it comes down to mindset and how you deal with and process those comments from people. The positives obviously are fine, but if you do get any negatives, you know, if there are people listening, listening to this that want to start posting their wellness journey because there's a lot of people out there that post their journey to keep themselves accountable which I think is brilliant they'll show Mm. up on Instagram just to document their journey but they are as I say at risk of people being negative towards them and I'm a big fan of the block button so people like that will just get blocked from me because I don't need that negativity in my life And, and I think that other people don't either Uh, And also any negative comments that you do receive, you just have to take an approach of that is saying more about that person than about me. And that that would be my biggest bit of advice is lean into personal development, mindset books, uh, and remember that what you're doing is for you. And in fact, something I posted on social media yesterday was about remembering that what you post is for you and not what other people should want you to post if that yes absolutely absolutely I mean I use so much certainly my Facebook side of things I use it more as a timeline so you know that I can actually go back and look at things and go oh yeah I remember doing that and if you're like me and you've got a memory like a fish I need to go back and have a look at the timeline (laughs) 100% 100% (laughs) so you film a lot of your workouts um which is brilliant and um you know, there's there's a lot of you sort of showing people different exercises and things like that. And it's amazing. But I did see something as well on, um, I can't remember if it was on your stories or on your feed, that you weren't allowed to film anymore. What happened there? Well, this was... Did they not like it? (laughs) No, they didn't. This was very odd. I've been going to the same gym because although, as I said, a lot of my health and wellness can be done from home and I love my home workouts as well. But this particular program that I'm doing currently, I'm downloading my workouts and I'm taking them and pressing play at the gym because I need the extra space. I need the, the heavier weights and so on. And for years and years, I've been going to this same gym And I've always gone in, done my usual routine, set my tripod up, filled my workouts, never had anything said to me before uh, until a new general manager has come in and Uh taken over and came over to me the other day and said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to ask you to stop that. And I was like, stop stop what? (laughs) You're, You're filming, aren't you? And I thought at first he meant that because I was watching my workout on my Chromebook, I thought he thought that I was filming like a live class and broadcasting a live class or something. From from there, oh, yeah. Like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not doing anything like that. He went, well, I can see your camera on. It is. It's recording. And I said, Yeah, I'm, I'm only recording me. It's it's for my personal benefit because I like to record my workouts to make sure I'm using the correct form. I like to share with people on social media what I'm doing. Um, 
And yeah, anyway, it, it came down to the fact that I had to fill in a permission slip. It was a bit like going back to school. Um, yeah, like we have to fill, fill out for our kids. Yeah, exactly. I had to fill in a permission slip to film, which sounded like it was going to be a right old hoo-ha, but in the end, it was, it was fine. And uh, it was quite amusing. The other day when I was just back in there, he walked behind me as he and, and saw that I was filming and you could tell that he'd obviously just walked back out checked that I'd got my permission slip and then sort of gave me a little nod as he walked back past again to say yes it's fine you've done your bit now <laughs> you should tell him to follow you on social media he might get some good tips <laughs> yeah. but I must be honest I've never ever known in our gym that you haven't been allowed to film when I walked in the other day after I was told that I deliberately put my glasses on because I usually leave my glasses in the car on the dashboard don't need them in the gym um but yeah I put them on deliberately so I could see all the signs on the way in from the car to the gym looking for anywhere that said filming or photography is not permitted so I thought if it doesn't say anything you know I'm gonna I'm gonna stand my ground but of course it typically did didn't it there was a bloody great big sign that said no filming (laughs) he probably put it up after that I better put something there (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure Karen thank you for joining us today it's brilliant it's brilliant to talk about it but I think the long and short of this conversation is that I think it is possible to fit this kind of thing into your life I think you're living proof of this you know you do work some long days you work some long hours um, but it is very very achievable to get that kind of healthy lifestyle into into your life I think as you said it it does come down to mindset you've got to want it you've got to be able to um, you know really really want to make that change and make that difference in your life uh, and squeeze in those short blocks of time because they don't need to be long do they no no not at all I mean a lot of the programs that I follow are anything from 20 minutes to 60 minutes uh, there, there's a program that one of my ladies is doing currently which is 20 minutes a day five days a week and it teaches you to train smarter and harder rather than longer you're packing a lot into that 20 minutes so um, yeah finding something that fits in time-wise with your schedule making it non-negotiable and fitting it in, you know, when you know that you can get it done and also finding something that you love, like the programme that I'm doing at the moment, I have absolutely no issue with jumping out of bed at five o'clock in the morning, get my gym gear on to go to the gym because I know that I'm looking forward to that next workout. If you're doing a programme or a workout that you're just not enjoying, you're going to be less likely to want to You're not going to get up. You're not going to do it, are you? Amazing advice. Thank you so much. (laughs) So, um, before we before we wrap up, we're just going to uh, ask you just a couple of let's get to know Karen questions. <laughs> um, so I've been asking all of our interview guests this question. I'd love to know what your first paid job was. What did you do? We can tell a lot about you, see, from this. Yeah. Oh, my first paid job. Yeah. Uh, actually, it probably comes as no surprise to you, knowing a little bit of my background. Mm. But I worked in a dance shop. In Tunbridge Wells in Kent, that's where I lived at the time. I think I was 14 because back then there was no sort of minimum. No rules, no. Um, Yeah, I worked in a shop called Buxton Dance uh, on Camden Road in Tunbridge Wells, which is no longer there anymore. And I worked every Saturday for a few years there, actually. And I remember every Saturday coming into work to find my little brown envelope with my Saturday wages in it. I think I earned 
about 30 pounds for the day <laughs> that's not, probably not bad wasn't bad back then no <laughs> no try not to give away how old I am <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah and we used to sell dance stuff you know all the ballet shoes all the accessories and oh. go and visit some amazing dance schools if there's any dancers listening like Elmhurst Spring, oh like beautiful yeah. i love i love the job actually it just didn't pay well enough to stay there full time <laughs> no and they and they're not sadly not around we had where we were some amazing dance shops and they're just not they're just not around anymore no um which is a bit sad um right now we're going to pull out the hat our three three this or that questions for you <laughs> see what we've got what we've got here okay Passenger or driver? Oh, I I like being the driver uh, because I like being in control. <laughs> but my husband hates being a passenger. Absolutely hates being a passenger. So at the same time, I do love being a passenger because I can just sit there like Lady Penelope and read my book or listen to one of your podcasts or something. <laughs> yeah, nice plug. I like that. Right, so Thank I, you. I'll probably have to say passenger if I had to make a choice. <laughs> Fab. Uh, bath or shower? Always a shower. I hate sitting in the bath and like sweating and then getting out of the bath to feel like I need a shower. Do you know what? I know so many people. I saw this a little, it wasn't that long ago. I saw somebody put a post on Facebook and they said, Am I the only one here that feels that I need to have an additional shower after I've had a bath? And I thought, my God, I never thought of that before. But when when you think about it, actually, it's kind of gross, isn't it? You're sitting yeah. there in dirty bath water and you probably shave your legs and do all those things that yep. you do. And yep. you're sitting there and then you think, right, I'll get out now. And yeah. you think... Oh, it's actually not that nice. The only downside is you can't have a glass of wine in the shower. <laughs> you could try. You could, you could, somebody needs to invent a little sort of holder that you can just put away that with you know with a, a little flap on it that you could a, or a, a shower sa- cap with a straw. Perhaps. Exactly, exactly. There we are. New invention. Um, share food or don't share food. I don't share food. If there's anything left on my plate, my husband is an absolute hoover and will just eat whatever is left <laughs> on my plate. But as a general rule, no, I don't share food. I I like I need all them calories. I'm, yeah. I'm a busy, active person. I need all that in me. <laughs> Stay away from my food. It's mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Karen, thank you so much. You're um, very welcome. Where can people connect with you if they want to find out a bit more about you? Uh, they they can mainly connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is settle for a fit life, and the four is a number four, so it's settle number four at uh, for a fit life. Um, yeah, that's that's the main place to find me. Really, I have got a Facebook page that's the same name, but most of most people follow me on Instagram. On Instagram. Have you have you gone over to TikTok yet? I keep trying. If I'm honest, I think I'm a little bit pass my sell by for tiktok i don't quite understand it i'm going to wait until my daughter is at secondary school and has it downloaded and get her to show me how to work it yeah good plan i like that i like that thank you so much for joining me today on the she loves to plan podcast it's been a pleasure having you welcome thanks very much for having me thank you if you enjoyed this podcast today don't forget to hit subscribe and leave a review I'd really appreciate it. Also, head over to the She Loves to Plan Facebook group where you can get even more value from me. Until next time, happy planning.